Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. The framework of praise. We find this in Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and lyre. Praise him with timbrel and dancing. Praise him with the strings and pipes. Praise him with the clash of cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There are 11 public holidays in the United States. A public holiday is a federal holiday and is applicable to all federal entities and employees. The 11 public holidays are as follows. New Year's Day, the birthday of Martin Luther King Jr., the birthday of George Washington, Memorial Day, Juneteenth, Independence Day, Labor Day, Columbus Day, Veterans Day, Thanksgiving Day, and Christmas Day. Of the 11 federal holidays, five of them are fixed, which means that they are observed on the day they occur. January 1, New Year's Day, June 19th, Juneteenth, 4th of July, Independence Day, November 11th, Veterans Day, December 25th, Christmas Day. The other six holidays are called floating days. If it falls on a Saturday, the Friday before is the holiday for that year. And if it falls on a Sunday, the Monday is the day it is observed. Trivia, you might think, right? But these days are set aside for a reason, to commemorate a significant event in the life of the nation. The text we've just read provides us with a framework for praise. There is a context or features that guide our praise. There is the what, the when, the why, the how, and the who. Firstly, what are we doing? The term praise the Lord is all over the Psalms, but here is something I noticed. The last five Psalms each start and end with the phrase praise the Lord. That phrase is actually a translation or an explanation of the Hebrew word hallelujah. Two words combined. Hallelujah is Hebrew for praising someone or something. Yah is a shortened version of the name Jehovah. Hallelujah, praise Jehovah. When we say hallelujah in English, we are praising God with the highest word. Therefore, the writers of the psalm were generous in the use of the phrase, praise the Lord. That is the what of praise. When we sing praise, we are affording the highest recognition or, or applause or accolades to the Lord, to Jehovah, to God. Secondly, where are we doing this praise the Lord thing? The first verse of the text tells us to praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in his mighty heavens. The writer is excited about praising the Lord, and so he recommends or invites us to praise God in two places, inside and outside. Praise God when you're in church, when you're in a place of worship, when you're in an assembly with other people who are gathered to praise God. But he also makes provisions for us to praise God outside the building. Praise him in his mighty heavens, he writes. Praise him in the open. Praise him wherever you are, whether you're in the building or outside the building. Come on, praise the Lord. Thirdly, why are we praising the Lord? 
This could take us all day. In fact, if you read through these last five Psalms, you will see a million and one reasons to praise God. But in this particular Psalm, this grand anthem of praise, the writer gives us two reasons that cover everything. When you praise God, praise him for his acts of power. Do you know anyone more powerful than God? Can you identify different things in your life in the world that speak vividly of God's power? Creation of the world is an act of power. The reality that the sun always rises in the east and sets in the west, that is power. Have you ever thought that we have never run out of air to breathe? That is an act of power. But he also says another reason to praise God is for his surpassing greatness. There is this expression used for outstanding athletes called G-O-A-T, GOAT, greatest of all times. But these change because someone greater will come along and outdo the previous GOAT. God is great. God is the absolute greatest of all times. His greatness is varied. His greatness is consistent. His greatness is unquestionable. His greatness is incomparable. His greatness is absolute. His greatness is great. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Fourthly, how should you praise him? Praise God with sound, with music. Praise God with loud music. Praise God with lots of musical instruments. Praise God with anything you can lay your hands on that can be used to convey praise to God. Praise God with your body, with dancing. When you praise God, you remove the restrictions. You are generous. You are without inhibition. Praise God wherever you are. Remember Paul and Silas praised God while they were chained to walls in prison? Praise should not be confined or contained. Praise the Lord. Fifthly, who should praise the Lord? That goes without saying, everything that has breath. Now, I don't know how animals praise the Lord. Maybe the dog prays God with a bark and the birds sing or chirp or the lions roar. I don't know. But the psalmist says everything that has breath. And in my limited understanding, he means all humans. As long as you're alive, be free, be willing to praise the Lord. Being alive is one big reason to praise God. That means that the dead cannot praise the Lord, only the living. So there you have the framework of praise, the main features for praising the Lord. The public holidays are times for a nation to praise great people who have done outstanding things for the nation. Every day should be a day of praise, a day of celebration for the child of God. Praise God in the morning. Praise him throughout the day and certainly praise him before you go to sleep. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.